Hey, hey, teacher friend, welcome back to another episode. This is gonna be a great episode for those of you who need a little bit more clarification around the legalities of starting your own school, also known as a micro school. Some of you may wanna do private school. You may have been wondering, well, what about non-for-profit? What is it that I actually register as if I'm a homeschooling business or if I'm tutoring students or what if I'm not a teacher? Like there's so many questions that go into it. I honestly see this question pop up all of the time in our Facebook group. And it is one of the questions that I set with my teachers, my parents that I work with in helping them create their school. You have to know your legalities. And while this episode is going to be very informational and beneficial, you are going to need to do some homework after it, but it doesn't have to be scary. It, this is going to help clear the air, but it may also make you ask some questions. So I'm going to put you into a scenario where you're going to think about five different ways that you can get started on getting more clarity around how to actually set up your business when it comes to your laws, because you might be thinking, but I don't want to get shut down. What about zoning? You don't want to be strapped if you can't do it. And gosh, I mean, is this really something feasible for everybody? And the answer to your question is yes. We just have to figure out which strategy is best for you. So today, I hope that we are going to break some ice on some of your hard questions. Let's get into it. Welcome, teacher, to the Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher, you're in the right place. I'm on a mission to help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business. In this present day, the world needs you, teacher friend, to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach, gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom and choose the experiences, the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teeth. All right, on. everybody, we are just inches, inches away, just a couple days away of heading into the last month of 2022. It's exciting. It is such a wonderful opportunity to gain more clarity over possibly the current business that you have right now, if you need to make any changes or adjustments, and also whether or not you should seek out additional expertise and in deciding in which way to go compared to the other. Now, I know that there are so many questions, so many doubts, so many uncertainties that cross your mind because trust me, I have been there every single year. I'm still asking, should I do this? Should I do this? Should I set it up like this? And I have found that as an LLC, Lighthouse Learning, our current micro school has flourished. It has been an incredible blessing to our family and to many others. And I'm going to share with you also some ideas of a private school and non-for-profit. I have touched base on this podcast before. You can definitely go back into the archives because there are quite a few questions. I do want to say 
that it would be very advantageous for you to join our micro school community. So you'll definitely want to go to the Teacher Let Your Light Shine micro school community. We did recently change the name of our Facebook group. So again, it's Teacher Let Your Light Shine micro school community. So head on over there. Let's get you into a group of people who can help you. And I do want to remind you also that this month I'm giving away five free books on 100 Days of Brave. I read this book three years ago and I am excited to do it again this next year with whomever wants to join us, but I'm giving away five free books to those who put in a review for Teacher Let Your Light Shine on our Apple podcast. This is very, very quick for you to do. Don't let it be scary. Don't let it think that you've got to put in a big book. All you need to do is leave a review. You go into our Teacher Let Your Light Shine podcast, hit leave a review, and then just let us know what we have done to help you or to bring you more confidence, more clarity to help you start your school where we are always looking for feedback and wanting to continue to grow those of you who are wanting to continue to blaze a trail in something new. So leave us a review and we'll be drawing the names on December 12th. So get that review in. I recommend that you get it in before December 9th because it does take a couple days to register and we will be drawing the names on December 12th and I will be sending you your book in the mail. So thank you for taking the time to do it. It only takes about 30 seconds. So let's talk about legalities. Ooh, I love it. Legalities, legalities. Okay, number one, I want to say, don't put yourself into a box. You won't hear a lot of people say, well, I chose to do it this way and I chose to do it that way and I did this. It is really up to you and it absolutely depends on your goals. It depends on your financial goals. It also depends on the type of leadership that you see yourself in when it comes to starting your school. It also depends on really where you see yourself in five to 10 years from now. And if you don't know, and that's okay. However, I want to let you know that whatever way you choose, you can always change it. So don't feel as if if you put yourself in a box and you take this legal stance of starting your school, that it cannot be changed because it absolutely can. And I'm going to get into the different types of ways that you can set up your school or register it. And again, I'm going to give you more details, more scenarios that will help you in determining what is best for you. I also want to recommend that if you need some expertise and you need to sit down, I have a couple more slots open for December and I'm happy to sit across on a Zoom meeting, hash out all of your details, get you exactly where you need to go. You just need to go to www.teachersletyourlightshine.com slash coaching and I can help you create an action plan, your goals, and help you get started on tackling all of these legality issues. I have done this before. I just recently did this with a very, very beautiful friend who is starting her school and we found incredible information by setting through and going to town on all of these questions. All right, number two. Number two really depends on your offer. Are you offering project-based learning where you're not having to teach math and reading? Are you offering part-time? Are you offering full-time? Are you offering extended day hours after school? Are you offering this service to students who are homeschooled? Are you doing this service 
for students who are in conjunction with a private school or with a public school. We really need to know who you are offering your services to and what your offer is. So for me, my example is that in the state of Florida, I wanted to homeschool my daughters and I didn't want to do it alone. So I knew that if I were to teach other children underneath my care and I taught reading, writing, math, science, I wanted to teach all of the subjects, then I would need to register as a private tutor. And I found this out because I was researching our laws, which I'm going to give you some more information on, but I was researching our laws for homeschooled children. And in the state of Florida, if you are a homeschooled child, you can be tutored by a certified teacher. So since I'm certified, I was able to set up as a private tutoring business LLC. And that was just through the state of Florida. I opened up an LLC. I registered as a private tutoring business, and now I am able to tutor these students. And I will mention to you that I do not have other certified teachers on staff. I am the certified teacher. I have assistants who do not have degrees in teaching. One is getting a degree in teaching, and one does is a pair, has been a paraprofessional. So just letting you know that I would absolutely love to have another certified teacher come on board, but I just want to explain to you that there there are ways around being able to set up your business and start off as an LLC and then you can change it into a non-for-profit or even into a private school. But I remember being like, what am I? Am I a private school? Should I set up non-for-profit? And what I found is through researching our laws that I could set up our business in this way. But I first needed to know what I was going to offer. Let's say I was not a certified teacher. Then I could not set up my LLC as a private tutoring company. I could set it up as an LLC and I could just set it up as an enrichment program. And that then would mean that I would not be able to teach all of the subjects. I would need to limit my capacity on how much time I offered these homeschooling students because obviously they need to be instructed by their parent or a private tutor for majority of their lessons. So first off, like I said, don't put yourself in a box. Second off, look at your offer. And three, it really depends on your setup. So let's talk about how you could set this up. If you look at your setup as like an umbrella, this is very, very important. The setup is like an umbrella and you can go four routes. All right, so let's pretend on a piece of paper, you wrote at the very top of your paper, you wrote, don't put yourself in a box. And then I want you to actually make like a little cloud around that, that statement. Don't put yourself in a box because we don't want to put ourselves in a box. So we don't want to draw a box, but we're going to draw like a little cloud around it. Okay, then make a little line going down and put offer. Your offer is very substantial because your offer is like the rain. Okay, now again, I'm an elementary teacher, but hear me out here. So your offer is like the rain. So let's go back up to the top of your paper where you've got a, a little cloud and put, don't put yourself in a box. Then you've got the word offer. The offer is like your raindrop. Your raindrop needs to protect you. So you're going to need an umbrella. So if you draw an umbrella on, on your paper in the umbrella, you're gonna write, setup and think of your setup in four different categories all right so your setup can be in the category of one private school 
which I have found has a lot of red tape and a lot of laws and you're talking about zoning issues and you're talking about how many feet apart are your receptacles and also your fire hazards and your light bulbs and so many other things. I'm not discouraging you from going this route. This was my experience in the state of Florida. So you need to look at your private school laws, which I do know I have worked with many teachers before where we have set their school up as a private school once we've looked at their laws. Number two, you could go non-for-profit. I have went back and forth with this for the past three years. I have two students whose parents both run non-for-profits. One of them not only runs non-for-profits, he also teaches people how to start non-for-profits. And he has said to me, you don't need to be one. And I'm assuming, based on our conversation, he's also my neighbor and his children come to school here. And he's like, listen, you are making a really great income. You've been able to get financial support. You've been able to apply and receive grants and you've been able to get donations. Now, there is a tax write-off benefit to becoming a non-for-profit, but so far I have been really good in the area of my taxes and I have not had to see a major discrepancy. Actually, really none at all. So I have, again, looked at the non-for-profit and I believe that it is a direction that I could potentially go to go into, but for time's sake, the easiest thing and the most profitable way that I was able to set up with the least amount of hoops and um, circles that I had to run through was just to set it up as an LLC through my state, got the information, and was able to go to the bank within just like two weeks. So again, it depends on your state. It depends on your connection. It depends on if you want to pay someone to help you set up a non-for-profit. I've also gone this route before as well. A few years ago with our latest pastor we were working with, we tried to go the non-for-profit route, but after about four months, we just found ourselves against a wall. We also tried the private school route, but it was going to take us a couple years in order to get that. So the idea never went through, but lo and behold, God still had his way and started Lighthouse Learning Micro School. In addition, you need to consider number three, your LLC. And this is very important because you need to also consider your location. For me, out of my home, I definitely knew I couldn't do a private school because of I've got a pool and just so many things that were going to go against me being, being a private school. And number two, you just need to think about becoming an LLC in case you want to start your school in a church or you want to rent out a space. Just thinking about whether or not your LLC will allow you those capabilities, which in my experience in looking for different locations to, to grow and expand our school, we have been completely fine in renting a space, renting a location because our LLC does have the legalities, the insurance, the safety that we need to cover being in another location. All right, and number four, you could also do sole proprietorship. And I have worked with people in this category as well. So depending on your state, your laws, your offer, you can go those four routes. All right, now again, this depends on those four routes underneath your umbrella. You've got private school, nonprofit, LLC, sole proprietorship, and then you can look at your offer and think, okay, am I gonna be a learning pot? Am I going to do a homeschooling business? Am I going to do private tutoring? Am I going to do enrichment? Am I going to do daycare? Those are all questions that you need to think about for your offer when it comes to setting up your school legally. Number four, 
very important. You need to research your homeschool laws. Even if you're thinking, well, I'm not just catering this to homeschooling students. Neither was I. All of my students came straight from public school, but I needed to learn the homeschooling laws because in my state, I could start this school as a private tutoring business, but all my students had to become homeschooled students. So first I had to educate myself on the laws and whether or not I could do this, set up my business, and then I had to be able to educate people on how to pull their student from private school or public school and teach the parents how to, within about 30 seconds, register their child as a homeschool student. So knowing your homeschool laws is very important regardless of your situation that you're setting it up in because that could be an easier route for you just to take a look at it. And I always point people into the direction of hslda.org. Again, that is hslda.org. And I highly recommend that if you do go the homeschooling route and start your business there, even if you're teaching students coming from private, virtual, or public school, you can still have parents register them as a home schooling student and then operate your business in that way. Number five is Google the term in your area. That's very beneficial. Look for learning pods in your area. Google it. Do you see some popping up? If not, it's like, ooh, you might be dynamite. You might have the only offer in that area or Two, you can see, oh, there are a lot of learning pods. Great, that means that I can operate as a learning pod. Or two, a homeschooling business or homeschooling co-op or private tutoring. Research enrichment centers in your area, daycare centers in your area to see who has done this before and that allow that helps you to see that there are other people operating it operating it in this way or go ahead and look at possibly thinking wow nobody else is doing it in my area i could be the one offer that people are looking for so again let me go over this this is number 1 don't put yourself in a box number 2 think about your offer learning pod homeschooling business private tutoring enrichment daycare there's so many more but that's just the top 5 Number three, think about after your offer, your setup, whether you're going to become a private school, non-for-profit, LLC, or sole proprietorship. Number four, research your homeschool laws. And number five, do your research. Google the term in your area to get more knowledge. I hope this has been beneficial to you. I hope that you are brave enough to look at this information and make some really great decisions. Don't forget to leave us a review. I'm excited to put you into the drawing of getting the book. And don't forget after that to join our Facebook group, which is Start Your Micro School or Homeschooling Business. You can find that at, on Facebook at Teacher Let Your Light Shine Micro School Community. And if you need more information, more coaching, just go to www.teachersletyourlightshine.com coaching. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the Virtual Teachers Lounge, known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.